Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection with Dr. Craig Martin coming to you live from LA. Christina Martin is here with me as always. Hi, Christina. Hi, hi. Welcome. Hi, hi. <laughs> did you see that full moon last night? Yes, I did. Wasn't it that was astounding? Beautiful. So mm-hmm. beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. So it carries on into today because it was so late at night last night, the actual full moon was in the final wee moments in L.A. of the 1st of September. But it was actually the 2nd of September in London and um, New York and most of the planet. And so we technically are still really in it because L.A. is still having the 2nd of September. So it's kind of nice that we get this extended full moon period. Yeah, we get to bring some words to the action out there in the skies. Yeah, technically it's been really, really kind of a, I would say, a fairly mellow day in comparison to some of the days that we've been seeing and having and the news and the news cycle is fairly calm today, which is really great, you know, because I always think of the full moon in Pisces as being, you know, particularly crazy since it's so deep and, um, and unconscious. There's so much unconsciousness around the sign of Pisces and the moon itself, right, ruling human unconscious behavior. Emotions, emotions, emotions. It's one of those water moons. So, of course, very, very deep. I think, I think when I think of Pisces, the, the very first things I think are sensitivity, sometimes to the point where they don't even come across as sensitive. Like I I've known Pisces that cry all the time that actually can't (laughs) stop crying. And then I've known Pisces that you would be like, you're a Pisces. Uh, Like I can't believe that you're actually sensitive at all. And, and that, I think that's the, the, the wall between them, them being able to contain their feelings and them not being able to, you know, the, because mm. all of them across the board are moved, moved by situations around them. But again, like I've met some that can be quite hard. Even I would say that I've met some hard Pisces in my in my life, and wow. and then you find this, it, and then you find this one facet where they're where they're like, you know, it's either their children or their clients or their parents or. Mm something where they're complete mush you know they could be so hard they could be so hard at the job or something and then they'll say to you oh yeah but I've got to go home and see my parents and you're like your parents they live in the valley and 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 isn't that like you know 20 or 30 miles away oh yeah but I go every every weekend still you know I go I go during the week too if I can and you're like, right. oh, okay. <laughs> you know, there's that, that selfishness. <laughs> there's that softy. Yes. So sometimes they have it directed broadly. Like, and, and then again, unfortunately, those are the ones that are crying all the time because it's hard to be a Pisces. Mm. It definitely is. It's hard to be that connected to the emotional states of other people. Oh, my God. Incredibly difficult. Incredibly difficult. I feel like that's why they drink. <laughs> Uh, or, or do other things in order to, um, you know, let's say escape. Well, let's say escape. escape. Yes. Let's say escape. Sorry, like those. escape. No, it's good. 
escapism, you know, is a, is definitely a Pisces thing, and many of them are drinkers. You know, I certainly would ask that question if I saw somebody had a lot of Pisces in their chart. I would say, have you had your issues with drugs and alcohol? It's one of the questions that I would ask. But a lot of them say no. A lot of yeah. them say no. And then I always say, well, then where is your escapism? You know, what is your escapism? Uh-huh. And, and for for many of them, it's not drugs and alcohol. They'll be like, no, I never touched that stuff. Um, but it could be TV, mm. you know, it could, it could definitely right. be TV, like a lot of escapism in TV or fiction. Fiction even. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh right. yeah. Interesting. Um, some of them, it can be food for sure. Like a lot of different signs, but, um, Pisces can be escaping into work. They can be escaping into sex. There are a lot of isms. Mm-hmm. There definitely it's are a lot escaping. of isms, not just alcoholism. There's a lot of escape <sighs> possibilities. You know, you can. You don't have to be a Taurus to be a shopaholic, and you mm. don't have to be a Scorpio to be a sex addict. So there's mm-hmm. there's there's that, and I think that the this moon axis, meaning um, that whenever we have a full moon, the moon is opposite the sun. <clears throat> so in order for there to be a full moon the earth has to be between the sun and the moon. And that means that the sun being in Virgo right now, happy birthday to our Virgos. The, the moon has to be in Pisces, which is opposite to Virgo. And it creates an axis Uh basically through the center of the earth. And that axis in, in these two signs is service the way in which we dedicate ourselves towards helping other people, both physically and emotionally. Virgo and Pisces, exactly. Yeah, we have all these Virgos out here just doing your taxes and and cleaning up your life in general, either whether it's your kitchen or your closet or... Or your or, teeth. Or your teeth, right. A Virgo dentist. That probably would be a very good dentist, actually. Or um, your Virgo, your Virgo dental hygienist. <laughs> do you have one? Wow. I do. What a good, what a good one. Yeah, I bet he's phenomenal. <laughs> um, right. Either service that way or service through the emotional Pisces. I'm going to be there for you when you're crying. Cry on my shoulder. Here's a tissue. I'll cry with you. Type. Yeah, I can support you. I know what it is that you're going through. That's what I meant by sensitivity. When I really sit with Pisces, I have to say, what is it about the the core of this sign? What's what's what what's the the go to place? The the distilled point, and it it's definitely sensitivity. I mean, you could yeah. say that maybe about Cancer and Scorpio also because they're both sensitive, but it's not the same in, in that way. Like I wouldn't say that about cancer. I wouldn't say sensitivity. I would say protection, you know, like the desire to protect, to shield is Mm. very, is very cancerian. And when I say sensitivity about Pisces, I mean that they're immersed in sensing things all the time. It's impossible for them to turn that off. Right, whether and, and it's that's, even um, even things that are noticeable or not. I mean, I feel I love the thought of Pisces and being the most psychic. You know, their ability to sense things that you can't see or hear or 
feel or taste or whatever it is, they have that very heightened sixth sense. Yeah, medium mystic right there. They're the ones that can walk in the other world because they can sense not only this side but that side and what's to come and what yeah it's it's a very it's it's hard for them to actualize all of that you know which is why they escape that's why there's so much escapism because it's difficult for them to be um completely clean inside of their own selves and therefore able to get out of their way of all of that sensitivity when they're when they have their own you know they have their own stuff they're not they're picking up on everybody else's stuff, but they have their own and that can make the water really muddy for Pisces and their mm. capacity to filter that out and you know, clean their own antenna and, you know, be able to be in that place. is not always easy for them. I did want to mention one thing about traditions that I think is interesting in conjunction with this full moon and that there are no in air. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's called an airless chart and um, we're not going to have any planets in air until um, until Mercury goes to Virgo uh, well we're going to have yeah we have a long way to go we just finished the moon Aquarius so um, days before we get another moon in air in an air for the movie. I know that it's not date. I think even before that happens, he's going to go into deep growth. Mm-hmm. a week and that's fine. Obviously, the rising sign will appear really generally. Uh, the planets mean it's so easy right now for people to compete or please. Uh, limitation. There are communication issues when there's no air because it's difficult for people to set limits. Be objective. Air, set, right. air sets limits. Air, air is a, the mind function that says, okay, enough, or here's my boundary. It's definitely not water. Right. right. It's definitely not fire. Right. Yeah. I think I think fire probably can, but it's not. It's it. Fire is clearly more selfish as far yes. as the way in which it operates in the world. So an airless chart right now for this week would mean that communications need to be entered into very gently and without a lot of expectations. Because if you're signing contracts this week, and this isn't even a Mercury retrograde thing, it's just the possibility to be clear and offer your mm. clearest of insight and and energy out and, in the world. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, look, the outer planets are going to shift radically <laughs> in the next few years. We're going to go into a ton of air. Um, <laughs> so right now, I think people are are more interested in the bottom line, all the earth that we have in the chart right now. Mm-hmm. Elementally, there's so much earth and the practicality of that. The bottom line, right. The goals, the goals that we're striving for, the goals that are um, trying to be met. Yeah, I agree with that. And I do like the idea of boundaries, too, just bringing it back to, again, Virgo and Pisces. 
Pisces is so boundaryless, and Virgos are, you know, have a little bit more boundaries. So I think this week too is um, a practice in that, a practice in finding your your own boundary and where you're able to give way to that a little bit. I, I've noticed, you know, I mean, um, being selfless is a Pisces trait, a really nice, beautiful Pisces trait, but it can be dangerous or get you into hot water if you're not careful enough about yourself. So um, really sure. learning and navigating that is important. It leads, it leads to a lot of martyrdom and victimization at their own hands. You know, they, they give more than they should be giving from the very start. And then, then they find that they are uncomfortable with how much they've given because someone's taken advantage of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, selflessness now, yes, but always, there's always, well, Mars is an Aries. That's going to save that, right? There's always oh, an yeah. opportunity to think about the self, you know, to not overextend. Uh, I think the only area that we end up really doing that and 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 have it be justifiable is with children. The, mm. the, really the only area where we should feel like we gave more than we could is, is yeah. with kids. <clears throat> right. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. I mean, because kids can't, can't give a lot and shouldn't be giving a lot at the moment, you know, when they're kids. So I agree. I mean, I think that there's some other things, maybe the environment or or, um, I mean, Good. I guess maybe when it comes to other people, maybe good. animals too, you can give. No, I but... think that was a really good environment. I thought that was really good that you said that. I think mean, it was really good. I like that. You know, I expand my own consciousness about that concept, which is, um, yeah, of course, anything that we're the stewards of taking care of. Sure. Right. Our service. That's where where we should give more than we even think we should give. But generally with other adults, we shouldn't, because if we're doing that, it's just for our own manipulative purposes or because, again, we fancy ourselves to be victims. And so we allow it to happen. It's it's Mm -hmm. complicated. I don't mean to blame anyone. It's just it's 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 complicated. The idea of, you know, where do I draw my boundaries and how do I draw my boundaries and how do I allow other people to not take advantage of me or how do I allow people to take advantage of me? The, 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 the guiding hand of the universe is really unfathomable. It's so difficult to know why things happen. Mm-hmm. And be right. able to be confident, you know. It, I try to operate under under the principle you know, very sort of guru-oriented principle that all things that are happening happen for the right reason at the right time, period. Right, right. So then whatever's happening, you have to say, okay, well, why is this happening and what am I supposed to be learning from it? Like, how is this guiding me? How is this a guidance experience? What am I supposed to be learning from it? Um, That makes all things then palatable you can you can say like okay even if i don't understand it it has a reason i don't i don't think the universe wants us to suffer i mean i think maybe only in the regards of learning something you know for ourselves or lessons you know or 
Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying that I'm saying that I don't think that that's the point. I don't think the oh, right. point of it is suffering. Sure, just like pure suffering, suffering right. just for the sake of suffering. I don't I don't see that you know universal guide as sadistic. <laughs> right. I'm right. hoping not. I'm hoping not. <laughs> <laughs> Only Pisces know. With our current political situation, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, God. Well, you know, I mean, no, I agree. I think suffering suffering can produce, like, the most beautiful things ever. I mean, you know, it's... It, it can, but it, the, the, the suffering is not the point of it. The suffering is... Right. The, what, it, what it produces is the point. What it produces is... The, exactly. Right. Right. What it produces... It's just that, it's just that that's an unfortunate teaching tool. Terrible, awful. An unfortunate learning Uncomfortable. tool. Uncomfortable, yeah. You know, all things, right? Joy and misery. That's the whole thing about getting married. You know, it's there's <sighs> joy and misery. You, you're, you're, the, the old Confucius thing is, you know, pick your, pick your spouse wisely so that it weighs out on the side of joy by the end. By the time you're done with the relationship, you can say, all right, it was a lot of work, but you know what? It was better than worse. It was, it was better yeah. than worse. Yes. Yeah. So wise. Yes. Actually, yes. Yeah. The um. Actually, that's interesting. But this week, I think today, a couple of last couple of days too, we've had Venus opposite Saturn. So that's a definite good little quote for these next couple of days is relationships yeah. and the focus being wise and the about that. Mm-hmm. Relationships are under a lot of stress. And people are really still, they're saying to be like, they're saying to be, isn't it amazing how we're really all just finally realizing how long this is going to last? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's amazing. Denial is, is perfect. It's a perfect human defense mechanism. It always amazes me when I watch television shows and I always think about like cop shows or whatever. And you think like, wow, those people have those reflexes, you know, they have those reflexes. They can go into situations like that. They're unfazed. Something might be super scary, but like they don't, you know, and I I reference TV shows because I'm not, I'm not immersed in that in real life, but I assume there's something real about it. You know, that that real real policemen have those situations that are really frightening to them. And the ones that can maintain their composure and not be in denial about what's happening and then Mm -hmm. be able to still be in control of themselves. This is a tremendous gift, you know, to be to be in this Virgo Pisces, how to be of service, how to be picking up on all of the emotional energy that's going on. But but still how to remain centered. I think how to keep your own boundary too. And yeah, exactly. Be so realistic about the situation and objective about what's going on. Yeah. Incredible. Right. It's a, it's a gift to be, to be able to stand back from a situation and say, okay, well, this is clearly what's really happening. And I don't Mm -hmm. want to kid myself. It was a Scorpio, you know, I'm a Scorpio. So as a Scorpio, Scorpios like that. They don't like denial. They're not right, really, they're, they're not the sign that's going to be most likely to be in denial about um, 
a circumstance that's happening around them. It doesn't even have to be happening to them, but even when it's happening to them, um, you know, Scorpio is more all in more like, okay. Yeah. You want the truth. They can handle pain a little bit. Right. And, and I think there are some signs, including Pisces and perhaps even Virgo that can cover up because it's too painful. It's, it, and, and that's one reason why it's hard. So when, during this full moon time, first of all, we have incredible access to our compassionate nature, incredible mm-hmm. access to our service-oriented nature. You want to help someone, go help them. You have yes, the please. inner voice telling you have the inner voice telling you to go do something kind or good for someone else. Do it. You know, don't stifle that voice of service and kindness and humanity inside of you. Like know that there are people who are also struggling and feel the impulse to help. That's what this is about, right? Virgo Pisces. But at the same time, you, I think, I think that it's so important. And then there's the art aspect of, of this. Mm. I think you and I were talking about um, some famous people who have a moon in Pisces, the artistry and the sensitivity of those Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, well, the incredible ability to be so, um, I mean, you know, being in touch with emotions is something that's so murky and undefined. And it's like being in just like a thick fog or a thick mist where you can't see in front of you, but you can feel it. And for people with the moon in Pisces, I think that their ability to channel that is just so so much um, easier, maybe, or or um, the the connection between these two is better. So, um, I mean, it looks like we have a couple people with Moon and Pisces. Um, we have amazing Vinci. people, right? Yes, gosh, right, Michelangelo and Michelangelo, right? Yeah, amazing. incredible, incredible. Elvis Presley is a very interesting one too. I I kind of like that. I can see how. Um, he was able to access um, a kind of a rebel spirit that, like, undefined, undefined rebel spirit. Um, yeah, well, connecting to his own art, to the sensitivity of the masses. You know? Martin mm-hmm. Luther King. Martin yeah. Luther King is the moon in Pisces, and there's where you have a little bit of the um, the martyrdom, the literal martyrdom, the selflessness mm-hmm. that actually mm-hmm. led to real martyrdom. Um, right. you know, standing, standing up for himself, and and espousing a cause for the pain of what it is that he stood for. This is this is part of the best use of. So on the artistry side, you know, it's pretty pretty intense. There's also Prince, Prince, amazing artist, uh, Audrey Hepburn, who was very sultry and powerful in her in her in her way, in her sort of seductive way. Um, mm-hmm. Pisces is an innocent. Pisces has innocent energy also, like a real pure sense of innocent gullibility. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, is which just, is funny because I think it's fun. It's the last sign of the zodiac. You'd think like they would be, you know. But really, it goes from Aries being kind of one of the more least sensitive ones to Pisces the most. And because there that has to do with off. age. That has to do mm-hmm. with age. 
Aries hmm. the most selfish because it's the most young. Hmm. And Pisces the least selfish because it's the most old. Hmm. And yet we all have it in us, even children. And right, right. Even children, right? Even children have a compassionate nature. Especially right. children. Especially children have a compassionate nature. You know, they 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 want to take care of. It's a very very unusual child that sees someone crying and doesn't come over and say, "Oh, are you okay?" Even yeah, practically like babies. You know, like two year olds will will feel something when they see somebody is hurt. You know, yes, like almost or all two year olds. Correct. Will react badly to a wounded bird. Yes. You know, like fi- right. uh, children find a wounded bird on the ground. They definitely want mommy to scoop that up and bring it home and try to save its life. And I think I think we lose some of the access to that as we get older. We right. we we lose some access to that kind of compassion. And people who don't, people who don't definitely have a strong art inside of them. They're capable of conveying that compassion towards humanity and all things back out into the world as art. Whew. What a talent. What a skill. What a... If, if they can harness it, for sure. Yes. Right. That's what if I mean. Yeah, exactly. It. Very diff- That's what I'm saying. It's how difficult is that to... Um be able to hold yourself within that too, within Mm -hmm. that artistry and that creativity. Last night and tonight and all this week is a great night for you to be dreaming, for you to be paying attention to your dreams. And all you have to do is tell yourself to think about it before you fall asleep. Lie there, put your head on the pillow and say, tonight I'm going to remember my dreams. And you'll have a much stronger capacity to do just that. Cool. You can tell the con- you can tell the conscious mind to remember the unconscious um, play theater. It will. Mm-hmm. This is why when you practice doing things like a dream journal, you continue to tell the unconscious, you know, the unconscious mind, like, hey, make sure that I know what it is that you're trying to tell me. Like, don't just disappear without me getting a conscious awareness of it. And the unconscious mind will be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll make it loud just before you opening your eyes. You know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll turn up the yes. volume. Yes. It's good. I'll give you a bang. So yeah. pay attention, pay attention to those dreams, you know, people. That's where we're in most strong contact with the divine and that energy that is, uh, present for all of us in the collective unconscious, which is the moon, which is Pisces. That's why this moon is so powerful. And it brings us into this time of the year, this beautiful season of abundance, of harvest. So mm. there's never a better time for us to be of service to others because there's never a better time for us to reap the bounty of this year, even though I think this is probably a difficult year to say that we've reaped very much bounty from. But right. those of us but those of us who have have a responsibility to know that now is the time to give. Yes. Oh beautiful. Right. Exactly. Definitely. That way I we mean, can even... all that way we can all feel like we're participating in the abundance of this season. Right. I I mean it how much does it take for you, 
for you as an individual to give. I mean, it's not even, we're not talking even about money. We're not talking about anything resource that you have other than maybe your time. Just time to give to somebody else's is so valuable as well. Just let the old people onto the elevator before you, even if you're going to have to wait for the next elevator because it's COVID, so we're not riding in the elevator with anybody. You see the yeah. old people? Let them go ahead of you. Like, you know, get a, get a sense of yourself and, and, and what, how it is that you'd like to be treated when you're in the situation that some of these people are in that are around you. Mm-hmm. Empathy and compassion, exactly. Yeah, that's the name of the game, at least for, it should always be the name of the game, but this week especially, is, um, it's good to do that. It's great to do that. It it was beautiful last night. It was really, really beautiful. I love that we can still see Jupiter and Saturn. I think they're yes. amazing. For everybody that's that. catching this show, right? Every night, the bright star that's in the southern sky, it's very, very bright. And the the less bright star that's to its immediate left, and they're moving across the sky, maybe by 9 o'clock, 10, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock for sure, you're seeing... Um, Jupiter is the bright one, Saturn is the dimmer one, and then the moon was off to the left of both of those last night, and that that was very exciting to see. It was very beautiful. Yes. Well, this has been great. Another really amazing conversation in the Inside Connection, and we have it. We have it because we know what the inside meanings are of the transiting things that are going on around us and the way in which they're going to play out in our lives. Happy to share. Thank you, yes. everybody, for joining in with us. We really love having you here. Uh, anybody who would like to get a reading can definitely call into the show, and we'll be happy to look at your chart. If you want to find Christina Martin or I in more depth, get a reading from us, a personal private reading. You can find us at sageofstars.com or sageofstars on Twitter or Facebook. And with that, I will say good night. We'll see you next week for a very compelling Mars Goes Retrograde show. Oh, it's going to be a time. (laughs) Okay, good night, everybody.